sunrise tastes weird how ultra is your sunrise yeah what does your sunrise taste like uh oh no. bees bees we always hear the bees but it's never in the video and no. i don't think you've edited it out so no don't no. think you're capable oh. you had a good week yeah i had a weird one <laughs> some no right yeah i had a thought i don't really have thoughts but okay so <clears throat> i'm a believer in communication. Yeah? So, effective communication, that's what arguments are, is how to find and articulately and effectively communicate an idea. Right. I'm also, as Bill Burr mentioned when I wrote into his advice column, a listener of progressive metal. Yeah. Um, which means my use of vocabulary is always a bit weird. Stuff like Nirvana. The yeah. words aren't, it's more the sound of the words rather than the words meaning that tends to be the most effective thing that's being communicated. Okay. Like meat-eating orchids. It's like, oh, that's, yeah, kind of, yeah, it kind of works. Uh, sunburn from freezer burn. It's just like, it doesn't really make sense. It's the words, the imagery that you get from the words. So, okay. <clears throat> I think you can, what I like about a conversation or a debate about something is there's a certain um, collection of words said in the a correct way will achieve a positive result. And it's about trying to find what that sentence is. Right. But it doesn't have to be words because of Nirvana, right? So I'm pretty sure there's like a, a frequency of scream that will diffuse all situations. It always comes back to screaming. Yeah, but like just, you know, someone's having a argument. Hey, hey, hey. Ah! <laughs> all right. Yeah, I kind of understand. It must exist. If anything's possible, mm. that must there must be a thing there's got to be makes sense to people i guess so i'm gonna work on it i used to i used to try and find the frequency of my sink we did that at a house party that was a, was it a good house party or not i can't remember we were trying to find the frequency of sinks yeah. so probably not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was yeah and it was like yeah you, i think you said if you get the frequency right the sink will explode it you could you can feel like an increase in the vibration it sort of starts to Explode. Almost feel like distortion in your ears. So if you lean over a sink, you can. It works with right. the toilet as well. I thought it was going to destroy it. I didn't realise yeah. it was going to get some kind of rena's, <laughs> renaissance resonance. Of, you can find the resonance of your sink, and then you yeah. start low, and you just go. Oh, and somewhere in that, there'll be a certain resonance. Do you like roller coasters? It vibrates. Why? Let's imagine that sound on a roller coaster. Like, oh, oh, it's not resonating. <laughs> so, hey! if we were in a sink this would be better yeah <laughs> I'd have a much better time in a bathroom yeah, yeah. all these people yeah I went to last time I went to Alton Towers I was sleep deprived okay as in GTA 5 came out and I was just played it for two days straight and then went to Alton Towers and was like this isn't this is weird I was just falling asleep on people in the queue <laughs> and eating go ahead apple and cinnamon bars I remember they those. were vaguely healthy but they, they weren't they not at all but they were like, if i just all eat sugar, these, but yeah it was like they were like we're like low calorie it's like those like yeah. those breakfast bars that are just 
It's just a biscuit. It's just a nice biscuit. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's got apple sauce in it. Yeah. But yeah, you can if you can solve something by a well structured scream, mm. I think that's perfection. Well, no I, words. It's an animalistic sound. It's like it's probably what Tim Allen was trying to do <laughs> with all of his domestic arguments. <laughs> oh, oh, the sink's exploded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone else. Everyone fix it. Tool time. Yeah. Your marriage is collapsed. No, it doesn't work. But yeah, yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah, this I think that's in. possible. Well, it's like... Um, it's a referee. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Like well, that's like a super concentrated thing. It's like dogma. You can't listen to God speak because your head will just right. explode. You can't understand that language. Is that what dogma was or is? No, no, no. It's the, in the film, the movie. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, I thought that was like that is the what dogma is if, means. If dog, if dog, if God talks to you, you yeah. you'll just explode. Yeah. Like because you can't take in that. Yeah. And I think it's the same as um, God was also Alanis Morissette, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. Isn't Does that, that ironic? That her music. Oh. The music is unlistenable. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Something potentially. Um, so, but maybe I, I think you, you're talking of like an audible version of that. Um, uh, there's a way of of transferring data and sound. Like USB. You usually get it from like TVs to like surround sound. Optical. Serial. Okay. Where and like you plug in an optical cable, and if you look at it, it's just a red light, and it's just like, well, this isn't any data or anything. But when you plug it in, it's like this is meant to be the clearest that sound can be. You're transferring information by light, except <laughs> the speed of light. Yeah, except you're yeah. doing it with screams. Yeah, and it's a lot of information just condensed. Yeah, well, it's this... just it does give off that effect. I think mm. emotional outbursts do carry with it a message. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if there's a rational scream that would, that would nullify well, all aggression. The message is normally, "I'm quite unstable." Yeah, but if you present it, if you're wearing a suit, right, and then you like scream. That, yeah, like ah, I uh, just love screaming, and I want to do more of it. I <laughs> want to, just need more an excuse in, for it. Yeah, no excuse. Just I need a research study. Mm. <laughs> just it needs to be people who I need to find people who are having an argument, mm. and then just go in and start screaming. And I'm convinced that some of it's going to work. Well, they did that thing at Kiel, didn't they? About pain threshold and swearing. Okay. So, um, if they're apparently um, swearing while you uh, are are going through pain enables mm. you to endure more. Yeah. So, like, but that's you... yeah because of the emotional release that you're getting through the communication of the pain. Yes, but it has to be a swear word. It can't just like they tried it well, with fuck and they tried it with table. Yeah, but that's because. The, the swear words are um, are articulating that emotion. Yeah. Like, it's not... The reason that fuck well, is yeah, fuck. Yeah, but you can't just be like, damn. Yeah, but it's not a swear word, is it? But it's still <laughs> it's still that... It's the same Darn. theory. It's a polite swear word. Gee whiz. Yeah. I don't think gee whiz Gosh. would work. Or damn. Golly. Where's the power of that energy coming out of your head? You might have put, turn my headphones up. I can't hear anything. Oh. Which is kind of good. Well, let's turn you down, because with all your screaming, oh. you were distorting everything. Oh. There's um, a little bit coming in now. Is that up now? A little bit. You're Can up. Can you hear now? I'll have to start screaming again. I think it's just your headphones, because that's like the same level as mine. It's plugged in-ish. <laughs> I've just got more bad... I've got... Because of more screaming, you get worse hearing. That makes sense. That's probably what it is. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right week. Mm. Busy week. 
but yeah, all fun. Ugh. Get a uh, message. Try to be organised. We need to have more organised stuff in the podcast. We started to start, but like, yeah, might try and do an outing to pro wrestling for you. Yeah, that that sounds like fun. Yeah, and I Vix met them was up at for coming as the, well. Uh, Stoke Trent and a chat with them. They seem like pretty cool people. Yeah. And uh, I've seen some amateur wrestling and I've loved it. So it's like, yeah, mm. give it a go. You're more wrestling e with your goo t-shirt. Goo? Yeah, goo. Go, go. Go. Go, go, Modeo or something. <laughs> Hideo. <laughs> it's, it's classic Inspector Gadget shirt that he wears everywhere. <laughs> go, go, Hideo. Body slam. Yeah. Is, yeah. You seen, are you a phone case guy? Are you trapped within a phone case? Do you like... Since I've seen so many adverts... We're going... We're slow, starting off rocky, but we'll get there. Right. I've seen so many <laughs> adverts place, about, like... Screaming phone case. <laughs> like, there's been like, this phone case is indestructible. Look, we dropped it from a plane. I like, well, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did Why you, are you do doing that? this? Like, are you planning on falling from a plane? It's about idiot. I guess it's just people who drop their... F- I get... Right. I don't break my... F- my plane's a little bit cracked, but not mm. really. But I imagine the people who do get their phones cracked are largely drunk and out in at night... Yeah. And trying to use their phone to do things and breaking it. I imagine that's where most phones get broken. So maybe they're targeting people who are young enough to do young enough to do <laughs> old enough to do it legally, yeah. but young enough to do it while still having a I hopeful optimism of the world. I've never broken my phone. Never. Ever. No. And like, you're on your phone a lot. Yeah. 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 Um I like I, I've dropped it on my face quite a few times. Dropped it, self-inflicted, whatever, yeah. just anything to end the darkness. Yeah, but no, I've never, I've never smashed the screen. I've never done any of that shit. But like, yeah. I've got like it's it's called Gorilla Glass. It's like a pl- just a very very thin plate of glass. So yes, you got a protective case. There's, on it. there's a yeah, there's a there's a film of protection on it. But yeah, people that fucking smash their phones. I don't understand how you do it. I yeah. have dropped my phone before, but never with enough violence to actually warrant paying 80 quid for someone else to fix it but yeah i'd say at least 20 percent of all adverts i see are for a phone case yeah it's like i've never got i think i bought one when i got my phone but it's not like a protective case just well, there, a case there was a guy opposite me in a place i used to work that had his phone in something called an otter box <laughs> which is like <laughs> it's, a, it's a brand of case and it's but but it's like it, it's a an otter, yeah. it's just it, it makes it like twice the size that it should be yeah. And you can't hear through it. Like, he had yeah. to take his phone out of the case to use it. <laughs> so it's like, well, what's the fucking point? <laughs> Got to dig it out of the ground before you can actually yeah. do anything with it. I think everyone's trying to get back to that thing of, like, when you were in your teens and you had a Nokia and they were just fucking indestructible. Yeah, but why? Uh, yeah, well, I just can't understand why. I used to have one of those, like, it was the... It was the, the, the everyone had the 3210 and I had one of those orange ones that was, like, cased in rubber. Right, and people are always just like, "Oh, those a are basketball. great." It was well, it was. I don't, I don't know. You see, you yeah. saw a lot of builders with them, and right. people are like, "Oh, you can, you can, you can get that, and you can throw it, and it'll bounce." And they used to do it, and it, and I don't understand why. <laughs> it's a good way to hang up on someone. Yeah, what's this? <laughs> That's it. Oh, it's over. Bang! Yeah. Woo! You're in a lake. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. I. I yeah. yeah. But just seems odd. Just be careful with your stuff. I yeah. Guess. Just chill out. Just relax. Yeah. Running around, maybe. Dropping it in the it's toilet. Dropping, dropping it, yeah. it in the bath. Like, people... The, the amount of fucking water damage shit. It's like, again, I, yeah. I don't understand. What? Yeah. I've used my phone in the bath. 
never yeah. come close to dropping it. I want to get one of those baseball cap phones. Uh, that camera's just died. It's good. Great. All right, and so we're and we're back. Yeah, we're good. Uh, yeah, probably <laughs> should address your lack of professionalism. Um, no, uh, you're you're drained emotionally because you're going through a tooth thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I had the I had the rest of the the root canal done yesterday, and um, yeah, they said, well, it's a major procedure, which I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that either. Um, so you're going to be in pain for a while until it stops. I had like, that though. Yeah. How long? Like a week? Or two weeks? I guess. I, yeah, maybe a week yeah. or two. Yeah. But they haven't. They haven't crowned it either. So they haven't. It's meant to have a hat. Yeah. To stop. They put the powder in it. Yeah. Well, they filled it, but yeah. the, it's they. They haven't put the hat on it. So at the minute when I'm eating, it's like a guy walking around in a rock slide. Yeah. With his head like open. Just like it's it's just fucking painful. Yeah, I had one go. I had when I was going through my whole tooth thing. Yeah, that powdery thing, which is like tastes horrible. Mm. Um, one guy just didn't allow me to rinse, so I was just filled with Ugh. dust. I was like, yeah. this is a bad time. Yeah, I'll come here again. It really has given me an aversion to dentists now. <laughs> where I'm just like, I would rather not. Just I don't want to talk to any. I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I've gotten that far. Yeah, well, you've got stuff to live for. Yeah, to be yeah. Fa- like, I found it weird. I d- I didn't think about it the first time I went, but there's a pr- there's a point in the procedure where they're putting like they're fitting a dam, mm. which is like they put a clip over your tooth and then they get this big balloon thing and stretch it over your face. And during that, there are two people with both hands in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like shaking hands at the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was. It's uh, so I'm I'm completely out of sorts. Yeah, just fucked. Yeah. Um. So let's uh let's uh let's get this podcast started. Good. Now that the cameras are on, that's good. Uh, redactions. Oh, okay. I've got some redactions to make. <laughs> we need a theme for this. I started trying to put a video together and it didn't quite work. Oh, so right. I've got I've got some ideas. Was it, was it something racist again? No, was... it was just I couldn't get the music right for redactions. All I want is just like redacted. And that's all I want. It's just okay. like a stamp going redacted. Okay. And there was the first thing I find was like a mysterious man stamping something and putting it in his pocket and walking away. <laughs> so it's like a 10 second thing of all I want is redacted. <laughs> I want something that's like half a second long. Oh, so right. I'm working on something. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I've got some redactions this week. Last week we spoke about is a bartender responsible for ser- serving alcohol to a mass murderer? Right. Right. When you think about it, I guess, yes, they are. Because I was like... Oh, it's not their fault if they uh, serve someone who's intoxicated, for example. Yeah. Because they might not be able to tell, and it would be like the establishment that would be responsible. Yeah. Right? But then if you think about it, they can't like serve a three-year-old. You can't, if you're a bartender, you're not allowed to serve a three-year-old. No. And it's not that the cut the business will get in trouble. It will, but you'll be in trouble because you shouldn't, you're, you are legally responsible for who you give this poison to. Yeah. So I guess if you can't give it to a kid... Um, then, yeah, you can't give it to a knife-wielding psychopath. Yeah, I suppose, if you know the guy's got a knife. 
Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they, even if there's my my belief was like, oh, there must be some kind of grey area where it's like it's not you giving it to him, and you're giving it to him on behalf of the pub or whatever you're working in. But it's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's you. If you work for the police and you shoot someone, it's your fault. Yeah, it's the police's responsibility because they're responsible for you, but you're also responsible for yourself. So yeah, it's kind of a. Especially if you thing. see a guy with like a wild look in his eyes and a butterfly knife doing all that fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, you this can't was like just a, be like, I know what this in- guy needs, <laughs> Jameson. Yeah, he needs. Uh, what's that weird like mother's? You know what I mean, there's like a hazelnut liqueur and it's got like a little lady on it, like maple syrup. What's that maple syrup with a woman on it? Uh oh, oh, yeah. uh, Aunt Jemima. Is it, yeah. is it Aunt Jemima? I think that's, Aunt... that's the maple syrup one, I think. Okay. But there's one in The Simpsons. That's probably... Mrs. Anything. Butterworth. Yeah, like something like that. It's yeah. like something like that, but alcoholic. Yeah. Give that to maniacs. Yeah. It'll calm down. Yeah. Other redactions. Hey, wait, no. Oh. You do give you do give alcohol to babies and young things. They Or they used to. Like a daiquiri? To... <laughs> no, not, like, <laughs> not like a margarita. <laughs> yeah. like... But like the, oh, he's, the, he's upset. His martini to, was too dry. To, <laughs> <laughs> to soothe them, like to drug them. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you were saying to me earlier, like whiskey helps. Like as yeah. far as tooth pain goes, it's like similar thing for knife crime. <laughs> <laughs> soothe that inner turmoil yeah. with a with a bex. Uh, in other in other redactions, yeah. Uh, I said that I suggested that uh, a large coat filled with bees. Like trying to work at a post office. Great suggestion. Yeah, it couldn't work because they couldn't lick the stamps clean. <laughs> they couldn't lick the stamps to put them on. I think they can lick things. Yeah, I thought they could. They got weird like dragonfly. They've got like and it's like a, it's like a tube, and then a tongue comes out the end of it. Yeah, but can you imagine I've been feeding like, a lot of bees? So it looks like seven hundred bees in this coat. Yeah, and all of them just you wouldn't. It's not. It's not appropriate. Mm. You just you couldn't have one. You have to get like seven and get into. I want to do it. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Yeah, and plus, there's a lot of complication there with like, well, it's a lot of coordination between forming the mouth and the vocal cords in order for them to talk. No, they just buzz. Oh, right. So they perfect scream. Oh, right. Okay. So they, (laughs) yeah, they communicate in this frequency. That makes sense. Just they're looking at the stamps. I'm not sure about. Yeah. Um, Also, why would they walk? Not how. Why Dalek around? Yeah. Roll around. Just. Yeah. So why wear a coat? Just be bees. Be well, yourself. You can't be naked in a post office. I've found out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Further redactions. So further redactions. Uh, Miranda writes. They're hilarious. Miranda's writes. Yeah, they're hilarious. And I said they were just funny. The right. more I've thought about it, the more hilarious Miranda writes are. Okay. The more uh, there is a little bit of performance theatre that you need to exp- you have to experience mm. before you go into prison, like a like a like a summer camp, like where you go there. And they, they do like, like like a mini apprenticeship, like a thing you have to experience in order to go on to the full career. Mm. And it's like, you have to listen to this per, this person's performance of And I Will Always Love You, and then you can go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you didn't sing the song. I can't go yeah. if you didn't sing the song. You only sang one verse. Yeah, and the whole thing, isn't it? I don't know, is it a thing in the UK? I think it is. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. There is always yeah. a lot to do with what they have to say to you in order yeah. to arrest you. But it's like it's not that they have to say it to you. You have to hear it. Yeah, that's where the onus is, I think, because you can't say it to someone in a, who doesn't speak English, right? It's like shotgun rules. You can't say it until you can see the chair. What? That's shotgun rules, isn't it? Oh yeah. 
Miranda rights. Yeah, yeah, with Miranda you rights. You can't say it unless they can hear it. So you, you can't right. just be sitting in the police car and be like, you have the rights to remain silent. And then yeah, get yeah. out and arrest him. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have to hear it and they have to understand it. So like, think of it like a, a song. They have to get it on a specific level rather than just the <laughs> can words. Can you name that tune in three? You're going to prison. Does you have to experience? You have to you have to be an audience member yeah. before you become a prisoner. <laughs> it it seems like a real. It's such a surreal thing that I understand because they're basically saying, you know, you should get a lawyer. Yeah. Or we'll give you one. It's a weird threat, isn't it? Yeah. Get one, or we'll get one for you. All right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I want a friend. Yeah. And then like, yeah, it just seems like a weird thing. I think it should be put into more use in more places mm. i think uh, miranda Wright style if enforced amateur dramatics everywhere in yeah. order to do certain things what you want to you want to cut up your credit card well you've got to see this long form musical theater piece first mm. okay yeah <laughs> let's keep the arts alive <laughs> but like um if, if you I, I started reading sapiens i haven't finished reading it but the more they t- the snakes more, sapiens it's a, it's a good book the Not more he serpies. talks about it, it's like he's like is that the tribes guy. Yeah, he's just like everything that we do in everyday life is based on rules that we've all just kind of decided are there, and they, they don't actually exist. Like a corporation. Yeah. Like it's not. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Like and and bits of things on a bits of writing on a paper doesn't make that thing exist. It's just yeah. like you've now told a story of what a corporation is. Like <laughs> it's it's it, it and I think everything's kind of like that. But we've all agreed with it, and now it's all just normal. Yeah. Well, there's because uh, and can... it's difficult. You can't go down that path too far because you become an anarchist and you're like, well, now nothing exists and you just people just go crazy. I think you need well, rules to you a certain extent, it. but it ha- having it does soothe you in a sense because it's just like, well, uh, like it stops you worrying about debt and stuff like that because it's just like, well, it's just it's just numbers. Like it's not yeah. it's not really a thing. Well, my thing at uni when I get started, me into trouble. There was because I did a philosophy course and like mm. there was loads of political social justice people on it who were like fuck tony blair yeah and like they're against the war in iraq and i was like we well, don't you don't know the war in iraq's happening do you it's like oh yes i do because the media told me mm. and you don't like the media do you no you shouldn't believe anything the media says okay so you don't know that the war in iraq's actually happening yeah do you oh well i saw it in the media so <laughs> like yeah. it just it doesn't mean just because it doesn't necessarily exist doesn't mean you should treat it that it doesn't exist yeah yeah. It's just being. It's just knowing that everything is questioned. Yeah, that's that's the thing, and most people just cannot deal with it. Mm. They just get that they just freak the fuck out. It's like no, it's like yeah, but it's, yeah, you should do you if you believe in a god or not. It doesn't mean that there is one. It doesn't mean there isn't one. But you yeah. should understand that it's a it's a concept, just like a corporation's a concept or anything mm. is is an idea. But most people go no, it's got to be gospel or nothing. <laughs> All right, okay, like yeah. fucking Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Do you like it? A show? BBC. (laughs) (laughs) The Benedict Cumberbatch Um, I think I've only seen a couple of them. I didn't mind it. It Ah. it was like an upmarket Jonathan Creek. Yeah, yeah. But I I think that's what BBC shows are. That's what I was realising. Is there so? I watched like some of the Sherlock Holmes because it was just on Netflix, and I got bought, I ran out of shows for a bit. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, this is makes I don't like it." Yeah, but yeah, it did feel very Jonathan Creekish in terms of that kind of BBC humor. Mm. 
which can be quite good. Yeah. But it just feels like a lot of these shows feel like a lot like other BBC shows. Yeah. Like what was your hustle? Hustle was quite good. I think that was BBC. I never watched Hustle. That, that was, was when a, I was at uni. You used to watch that at uni, I remember. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, that seems quite good here and there. And what's the other one I started watching? Safe with Michael C. Hall. It's a Netflix show. Oh. But it's so weird. Oh, I was looking at that for ages. I wasn't sure. It's it's surreal because it's... Michael C. Hall was a great actor. Yeah. You're just like, I think you, it's, shouldn't you be killing people? <laughs> and I think, is it Mark Warren? I think Mark Warren. I can't... He's a great actor. I forget his name. He was in Hustle. That's what sparked that. Thought. Yeah, um, another great actor, and uh, yeah, the show is Michael C. Hall doing an English accent, mm. and it's this way the script is is written is it's it's almost like it's a learn an English accent script, so it's saying words, and it's just like Mike, just chill, be American for a bit. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like some of the script is like point is like oh yeah burgers yeah I love burgers. It's like why are you eating? why is this in the show? <laughs> <laughs> is it just to get people in character because they need to do their yeah. what's that you know get those accents in their head by saying a certain phrase yeah gets them in the rhythm yeah. it's like okay bonus yeah and it was like yeah. it's just like it's so strange seeing it because he's brilliant and you you see mm. like other things in a minute you're like oh this is great and then you're like this yeah. is you're doing a good American English accent mm. but it sounds off because of this <laughs> well, the script I guess I never finished Dexter I saw there was I something like, on I'm maybe two seasons behind finishing it's good people hated the last season they i hated heard, it yeah but it uh, the more i think about it the more it's like well it makes sense they yeah. had to do all of these things because there's certain television rules and film rules that have to be abided by mm. if they're on a broadcast network yeah it's like dexter's you know uh, you know i'll think of an, an example uh you can't maybe you can't have a, a good abortion in a show I don't know because yeah. that's what the network says. Like, yeah. Well, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> yes, yeah. it can't work out this way. Yeah. It can't work out that way. And yeah, it wasn't particularly satisfying. It wasn't climactic, mm. but it kind of tied off everything and be like, well, that's how everything. That's what happened. Yeah, and it kind of made sense because yeah, like season four with the Trinity Killer was awesome, and then after yeah. that, it was like you don't feel like you've beaten this, but it's like, well, they had to explore some other things. You had Trinity, and then there was the. I, the, the What's her name? Julie, was it Julia Stiles? And, uh, the Colin Hanks one, I didn't finish that. Yeah, that yeah. was okay. Yeah. It was alright. Just had to explore different elements of Dexter. I was a, a quite a big Dexter fan. I've read some of the books and yeah. and got into it. It's, like, it's, a good, it's a good story. Yeah. But yeah, it did feel like uh, they... It felt like it felt like after season four, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then it was like, why is no one addressing what was happening? Because what's going on? Yeah. But it was like, well, they've got to... Find, discover this part of Dexter, this part of Dexter, this part of Dexter, and now you can finish Dexter. It was a weird thing. It was quite cool. Anyway, oh, mm. and uh, one other redaction okay. was uh, Frank Burton. That's a fair. Point. I just didn't want to. Um, didn't want to do it. He wasn't very good, and uh, he's not a very good person. I think he's pulling down the podcast in a number of ways. Yeah, let's not do it again. No. So I kind of feel like uh, he should kind of be wiped off the face of the earth, guys. Oh. Frank Burton from the Ragbag Podcast here. Right, okay. First of all, you're an absolute disgrace. That's the first thing I wanted to say. Secondly, all I said was you look alike because you've both got beards. I didn't say a word about you being bald. I would never criticise someone for being bald. Male pattern baldness is a horrific, disfiguring, incurable illness. And you both have my sympathy. It's good that you've got each other little two-man support group there. So jealous And what's all this stuff about, ah, you wouldn't have said that if we were both black. As far as I know, you both are. 
That's right. I'm totally colorblind. Now who's causing offence to the disabled community? And as for that thing you brought up about Lenny Henry, I don't know how you managed to find out about that. I spent a lot of money ensuring it doesn't come up on Google searches. So thanks for bringing it back to light. Good job no one's listening. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. But you told the story all wrong. Jibe. You didn't yeah. consider the context, so it came off sounding like I committed some kind of hate crime. Yep. Yes, yeah. I did spit on Lenny Henry. Mm. Right. But first of all, it wasn't saliva. I had a mouthful of seven up. Secondly, it was nothing to do with him as a person. I mean, I love Lenny. Who doesn't love Lenny? It's not what? a hate crime. It's a love crime, if anything. He Could just be. happened to be the official spokesperson for the hotel chain Premier Inn at that time. It's a good reference. And my actions yep. were a direct response to a very unsatisfactory customer service experience in Exeter. Long story, 7-Up related, hence my retaliation. You'll find the full account on TripAdvisor should you care to look, but then you'll probably get the wrong end of the stick again. Anyway, thanks for the shout-out for the Ragbag podcast. I like it apart from the host, indeed. I'll tell you what, lads. Accurate. I like pulling teeth apart from the hosts. Oh, what's that you say? Good. That's all the podcast consists of? Jesus Christ, just you two for hour after hour. Mm. 130-odd episodes, each of them roughly the same length as a spell of influenza and only slightly less enjoyable. They should use your show as a torture technique down at Guantanamo. They really should. Ugh. That'll get them talking. Oh, Waterboarding came up with nothing. How about 135 back-to-back episodes of Pulling Teeth podcast? Anyway, thank you very much for your time. Cheers. Peace out. Oh, no, I remember your first joke. (laughs) (laughs) That just auto-played onto the next song. (laughs) Yeah, so cheers, cheers, Frank. It's a a lot of bitterness piled into like three minutes of dead air. If you want more of it. Yeah, go listen to the Ragbag podcast. Yeah, it seems right. He seems to be perfectly proud of spitting a mouthful of lemonade. Yeah, and lime. I, I am quite imple- impressed that he only ever gets bouts of flu for an hour. Yeah, it's pretty, apparently. Well, you know, I, I imagine hanging around him at any kind of microbial level. Yeah, would be difficult, even if it was an hour. Yeah, maybe he's from the perspective of his guests, spending time with him for an hour feels like the flu. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I. <laughs> I got to a point last week where I was saying that he wasn't born. He was ripped out of a shit-covered wall by a homeless man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was quite a good, a good, you know, setup. But throw that, throw yeah. That in. And now to you. Yeah, and he's just kind yeah. of just replied with, "Well, I'm just, just going to talk for three yeah, minutes." Yeah, I actually quite like Lady Henry. Well, nobody else does. Yeah, good reference though. The yeah, Premier Inn. Yeah, yeah. He did good. raps as well, Lenny Henry. Yeah, it did uh, in the in the 80s back when Ragbag was relevant. Yeah, back bef- before it was easily accessible, and that's where it belonged. Where it was like it was very difficult yeah. to get hold of that kind of stuff. Yeah, before when when there was like four channels, and none of them in their right mind would allow him on them. Yeah, I wouldn't wish like, like leprosy is strong, just because I feel like that's contagious, and I feel like part of the burden of leprosy is not being able to be around anybody. Mm. But I think he already suffers from that anyway. So I think some kind of inf- he said he said influenza. Normally, it's your limbs that fall off. I assume with him, it's half of his brain. Yeah, half his brain, personality, and just charm. Anything mm. anything that people would enjoy in a podcast fell off of him. Yeah. And now he he carries on. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, try and redact that. Try it out. <laughs> <laughs>
When does arrival? Th- I was trying to think about this because like we've been we've been trying to think about uh, potential guests and stuff like that, and I can't, I'd like to maybe have can maybe have an interview with Frank Burton, but I don't know if mm. I want to be in the same room as him. No, we could be ah, we could do like uh, we could like do a surprise murder. <laughs> Invite him round, murder him. Oh right, like and interview the corpse. Yeah. No, 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 like one of those, um, one of those prison shows where you you're face to face, but you talk through a phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. It would interview people that we don't like. We put a brick wall separate. <laughs> we don't want to ask them a question. Just hang up. <laughs> no, keep talking. Keep yeah. talking. It's probably fine. <laughs> Yeah, we've asked you your questions. Bad leave. <laughs> Divider. Fucking... Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Anyway, in other news. Um, quick fire stuff. An elderly man has died after a woman pushed him off of a bus for asking her to be nicer. Can you be nicer, please? No! <laughs> now he's dead. <laughs> So I just saw that just before the podcast started. I was like, that's... He, d- he died. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Can you be nicer, please? No. <laughs> well, he got his answer. That's effective communication that she didn't even have to say no. Just for going, ah! Yeah. <laughs> he probably would have gotten the It's image. your scream, but in the hand. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if my scream could push an old man off a bus. I think he was like 70. Oh. So like, can you be nice? <laughs> no, I don't no. feel like. <laughs> How about I murder you and see if that answers your question? Uh, yeah, she just walked away. She's like shoved him, got off the bus, and walked away, and he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In other cultural uh, commentary uh, news, um, are you an accent person? Do you? Uh, is there um, certain accents that cut you the wrong way or cut you the right way? Uh. Maybe there isn't like there isn't... some that you hear and you go like oh just or unattractive at least yeah, yeah. some some like the maybe uh, two um what's two the... <laughs> <laughs> what's the one that's kind of like around Circular. um it's, it's around Manchester somewhere and instead of right. no they say no oh I don't know that one I'm very bad with locations yeah yeah no no Oh, the Stoke no. accent was always that's a bit shit. weird. Yeah, that's I'm I'm immune to that now. Like that's yeah. I'm fine with that. Does that extend to Liverpool as well? You're immune to the Scouse accent. I don't mind the Scouse accent, but it depends on that depends on the quality of the voice, <laughs> the quality of person. Like because you can get some that sound like they've been smoking a million fags a day mm. when they're like five years old, and then you get some where it's quite kind of like yeah, I don't know, like it, it's kind of like pleasant to listen to. Um, I think I think accents. I think voices are important. I've, spe- I've spoken before, ages ago, when I first kind of discovered what ASMR was, mm. and I was like, "Oh, I think that's me." That's, yeah, I think it makes sense to me on some level. And then as I kind of dug through it more and more, it was like, it's not really ASMR at the core of what it is. Where like people like the sound of like scratching on a blackboard or mm. eating a pickle. <laughs> it's just there are certain vo- sounds that I just yeah. I find detestable. I just go, like, "This doesn't. I don't enjoy this." Um, and there's some that I find very Attestable? Not detestable, but always really silly is the West Country accent. 
Yeah. It's I cannot take it seriously <laughs> at all. Like Get the, the like bad the, the farmer Giles, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. it's never not yeah. funny. Well, the reason that I bring this up is that apparently there was a vote done, I forget what it is, about the sexiest accent in the UK. And number one was Essex. No. Hello? How are you? Yeah. I'm the sexiest accent in the world. Like Russell Brand. Yeah. No. The only thing I can think of is that they specifically voted this for male accents. Because I don't know about male accents, whatever whatever would be attractive. But all I know is that an Essex, a female Essex accent, is pretty ugly. Mm. Not in all cases, obviously, but just as general, there have been some. There are some horrific Essex accents, yeah. and the, the the I was just surprised at the rankings of it. Mm. And I go, I'm at the complete opposite end of all of this. Yeah. Like one of them's uh, the Bristol accent was like 40, 45th, which so, is like Bath, which is kind of West Country accent. Um, I there was I used to have an English teacher that mm. um that spoke with a it was a Bristol accent, but it wasn't like um. Yeah, it wasn't that West Country URR stuff. Mm. It was, it was just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, the, I don't know what it was, the quality of it or whatever. But like her reading, like I would literally just fall asleep in the classroom. Yeah, but I see that just, as possible, not in was, like a negative. It, it was response. positive. It yeah, was exactly. very positive. It was just soothing. That's the only thing I can think of is maybe this. This is all about male accents because you don't necessarily, I guess, male accents don't want to be soft and gentle mm. in that kind of warming way. Yeah, maybe they want more stupid mm. or aggressive yeah like i think cockney's quite high up yeah but cockney for me is obviously like a local thing mm. like whereas growing up so like, oh no yeah cockney kind of makes sense girls to me. that i've known always seem to like scottish accents yeah uh, well these, these are the rankings so number one is essex number two is northern irish which for me is like the northern irish accent is okay but the southern irish accent is much better <laughs> northern irish what are you doing you're you're in belfast <laughs> that kind of yeah yeah weird. i never found it like oh isn't that attractive <laughs> But yeah, everyone's attractive. I'm not saying that you're not attractive if you yeah. don't have an accent that is on this list. No, I, I, I used but they to, are. I had, I had some like Northern <laughs> Irish friends at uni, and most of the time you're going to understand what they were saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Talking about the throat. Yeah, but it's like never in terms of aesthetics, and they've been like, oh, that's sexual in some way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glaswegian is third. Queen's English, sexy. Mm. That queen. Yes. Look at her walking around. <laughs> It's <laughs> all sexy. Fifth is Mancunian. Sixth no. is Scouse. Mm. Seventh is Geordie. Geordie, uh, now, his... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm positive for the Geordie. I, I quite like the Geordie accent. The interesting thing is that call centres will try and fill themselves with Geordies because apparently <laughs> it's a very it's a very soothing accent to be on the other end of the phone to and it, it, it helps distill a lot of situations. Distill, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it helps to, apparently, like... Have trying yeah. to have an argument with Ross Noble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> talking about his meat flaps. <laughs> yeah. but whatever's going on. Yeah, it just seems just seems strange to me. It seemed weird that it's like these. The world has changed. Like, yeah, I never thought that Essex was a, a big sexually. It's not attractive. It's accent. not. That's just wrong. Yeah, the only thing I think of is it's it's people who like the show. The only way is Essex. Yeah, it's that kind of demographic, and that demographic is usually female. So. 
You, or yeah, so that maybe that's more towards a male mm. accent. I don't know. I never like these these ranking things though. Like I think I don't know if they're designed to be controversial or if they're just polling stupid people. Yeah, like they well, did- only stupid people take polls, is my belief. Well, maybe, yeah. Like it's I saw like one answering a cold call. Apparently, Channel Five did one ranking crisps, and they put squares like nearly dead last. And I was just like, "You're having a laugh. <laughs> You're insane." Well, I haven't had squares for a very long time. Squares, but the 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 crunch on a square is fantastic. Yeah, but the crunch. We used to rate chip. the crunch. Yeah, kettle that chips. Was, yeah. What was it? There was a kettle was... chips again. weren't like weren't too far up. They made a pyramid of crisps. But yes, we did rate the crunch. But you rated that crunch in a fridge. Uh, yeah. Because you put crisps in the fridge, uh, and you put salad in an oven, and. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, why? Yeah, because that's a belief of yours. Yogurt in the for, I, whisk. I, I, I think it's in all likelihood it's complete bollocks. But for some reason, when a crisp is colder, it feels crunchier to me. Probably. In <laughs> uh, other kind of related news, um, a thread on Reddit has gone viral. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that. This is the article saying this. Yeah. Um, and the quote and the question is, what are some signs that girls give to boys that they like them, that they are obvious to girls, but totally not obvious to boys? And I understand the confusion, but you kind of have to go just it's basically what kind of subtle things. So what's what's, what's a subtle thing that we were grown up with? If you're touching your hair when you're talking to somebody, if there's a girl touching her hair mm. and laughing at your jokes and touching your arm, yeah. then that means that they're contractually obligated to have sex with you. Something yeah, like that. Right? Yeah. That was like the... And if they're clawing the, at your eyes trying to get away. Yeah, that's an, mm. a show of affection. Yeah. But this is like, those are the social signals to show someone you're attracted to them mm. that you do subconsciously. And you go, like, oh, so what's the rules now? I mean, there's people... I laugh at people's jokes and I'm not necessarily attracted to them. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But you need... To, it, it's not that, that... That's what happened before, before we were more communicative and yeah. open about conversation and relationships and stuff like that yeah and now you have to kind of be like i'm like yeah it's not it's not enough for a subtle signal to be something to go to risk your whole life over yeah like you don't have to you you, that's that's a stupid that's a stupid way of looking at it as far as as far as the laughter is concerned like it's not considered a signal that they find you attractive it's considered a signal that you you you're you're capable of you're you are compatible in some way which I mean, is I've why people... they then show further interest in you. It's yeah. not like, oh, she's laughing. She must think I'm fit. Like, that's not... <laughs> she likes my elbows. Yeah. No, no, like... I've seen... I've known I've, people who don't laugh at my jokes, I've known who are also unattractive to me. Yeah. And they've been like, yeah, that's the, that didn't land at all. And I can feel the venom. <laughs> so that's probably not... It's probably not working. <laughs> yeah. But you can laugh and joke with everybody. I, yeah. I made... I was making jokes with the... Sometimes I'm a functioning social member of society. Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm. I don't know what it is. I think it's just something funny. The, the, the ice has to break in some way. Yeah. There's a petrol station I come to on the way here mm. to grab a bite to eat and a drink. And uh, the people in there, we had a random funny encounter once where I think they were pointing over at something and I walked in and they're pointing at me. I was like, oh, you're pointing at me? <laughs> and that was like hilarious. And, <laughs> and so it just started a dialogue. We started chatting. It's like, oh, they're, they're not laughing. We start laughing. So I had a conversation with them. I would never do that with anyone else. No. Because there's a wall, and that wall can only be broken by someone pointing at it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, you can, um, you're meant to laugh not only in sex, 
uh, but like <laughs> in social situations. Yeah. But and yeah, it's definitely become more difficult to to um, understand what people's thoughts are because mm. people aren't as repressed. Yeah. I mean, you can tell if someone's coming on. You can still tell if people have feelings about somebody if you don't like somebody if someone doesn't like you you can usually pick up we've got a mutual we've got a mutual acquaintance who's a friend of yours mm. who i'm pretty sure does not like me at all right which is fine i'm totally fine with it <laughs> um but it's, it's just it's just really weird to have like a conversation be like hey i'm just here to kind of i'm not interested in a friendship so just i'm here to keep the wheels moving <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh so and you just need to pick up on these cues a bit more and work with them but it's the cues on themselves yeah. aren't the only thing um, for every woman talking about a guy missing an obvious signal there's another woman talking about her friendliness is mistaken for flirting you laughed at his jokes because you're interested another woman laughed because it was a funny joke and they've said unless you've got uh, his dick in, in your mouth there's no signal <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty extreme <laughs> pretty extreme yeah but yeah well, it depends is it a is 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 it a laugh do it's it, it's how you read it like it's, it's are it's you not just laughing answer. at a joke mm-hmm. or do you, you know you get that thing sometimes it's just like it wasn't that funny yeah like yeah, you're yeah, laughing yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. like you where know you I mean? make a joke it's not very funny but they laugh too much because they're trying to laugh at your joke yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's th- that's i think that's maybe where that comes from yeah yeah, and it's just, I think it's a confusing time. I mean, now I don't, like, when it comes to communication, I definitely, I do definitely still pick up on um, little changes just because I like human behavior mm. and I find that stuff interesting. So, like, why why is she decided to sit on my sofa instead of the sofa over there? Maybe yeah. there's something in there. But it's never been like, oh, that's, that means I can have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you're like 16, you're just desperately probably looking like yeah. she's laughing. Yeah. She might be laughing at me. I don't know. Yeah. Let's have sex. <laughs> Jeez, chill out, man. It's all fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Cool. Uh, that was that brief thing about social commentary. Um, mm. Some audience participation. Oh. Um, and in India has banned porn sites, but then they were forced to reopen them because they lost so much money. <laughs> like 70% of their revenue came from advertisements in porn. Wow. <laughs> 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 like, like yeah i guess like if you had servers there and that's and like you, the websites you had would result in some kind of revenue and you removed all porn from it you just yeah. be losing all of it's <laughs> losing everybody i always I, I always find this thing this stuff really strange because on the face everyone's just like yes yes it's a it's a good idea to to ban porn or whatever yeah. or to put these restrictions on it because people might get into trouble and then in the behind the scenes, it's just like everyone's getting really kind of pent up and just like, well, where am I going to watch my porn now? <laughs> like, I, I think there's... Go pe- in the street. People are... St- people in windows. Pe- for some reason, people are still too embarrassed to defend porn. Yeah. Yeah, in a weird way. But again, I think it's... Uh, people don't know what they want. People don't think things through. Yeah. My whole th- uh, opinion about the, uh, the society at large when it comes to sex is that people don't know what they want and they just want some kind of tangible experience of it and that's all they want. Mm. That's why I've been talking about like, uh, uh, there's people who are like, oh, you know, I don't wear condoms because condoms ruin sex. Like, yeah, I think you're having bad sex, mate. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're thinking of sex as being a physical experience. Yeah. Whereas it's a, it's an intellectual experience. Mm. It just takes a while for it to get to that point. Yeah. Like it's, it's an emotional experience rather than any, more than a physical thing. Yeah. The physical thing is going to be the same 
A, B or C, but the thing that changes it are the environment. That's yeah. what Nature versus Nurture was about. It was like, who were you fucking? <laughs> 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 what was the scent of the room? It was a big... I said, I'd, I said that I'd have sex in a house fire just to see what it would be like. Yeah. And I think that would be an interesting sexual ex- yeah. experience rather yeah. than, oh, no, sex with somebody who's got three quarter length hair. Mm. I remember Seems in weird. an early episode when we were talking about Russia banning porn, you yeah. said you'd like to have sex with a river. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I think most people, they get so... Um, one uh, right, yeah. There was I had a thought the other day. That's what I think. That's what happens when I have a think. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, someone was watching a political uh, politician give a speech, and they were telling me afterwards that it was a good speech. Yeah, and I was like, "What did they talk about?" And they had no idea. And it was just being in the room, that atmosphere, and that's probably ninety percent of people. Mm. They just kind of just kind of sat there, and they're kind of picking up on these subtle scientific screams. And that's kind of giving them the information that they want. They're not listening to the words or anything that's going on. It's like, I trust this person, so I will follow this person. Mm. They didn't know what the policies or anything like that was. And I think that's people most of the time about anything. When it comes to sex, I think most people are just like, "Uh, I had sex once and it was really good, so I want to have sex again. Yeah. Rather than trying to pursue a passion of some kind. Mm. They're just like, well, I just do this and this is how it is. I collect stamps because I've always collected stamps. Mm. Like, oh, is it your passion? No. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Just kind of bumbling through, and most people, everything, everybody does it about some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I do think there's some people who do it more than others. That's the thing. I th- I think if it, I think if people had a choice, said, look, you can either be really smart or really charismatic. Mm. Most people would choose charismatic. Right. Because people, you can be really smart, and people still won't listen to you. Well, that's the thing about this Sherlock show is it's yeah. meant to be this highly intell- it's presented as something that's highly intellectual mm. as Sherlock as a character and it's just like I'm sure to it's not even like oh he's smart or whatever but the way the character's portrayed is like no he's just this really insecure guy who's really desperate to prove he's clever to everybody mm. and the stuff that he's figuring out and the riddles are, sh- are quite dumbed down as a show in terms of like they'll it's, if you if you understand any television format like what is it any you know murder mystery oh well we saw them in the first scene so it was them yeah and it's like it's a lot of that where you're like well you and the riddles that come into it are very much like yeah but the people there aren't there to kind of fix a puzzle or do anything like that yeah they're just there to kind of be around characters that seem to be quite charismatic and quite intellectual regardless of what's going on yeah they just want to have that feeling of watching an intellectual show or something. Mm. So I think people do that when they're with politics and with anything and this kind of drift along doing stuff, yeah. which means they don't really get stuck into something. Yeah. And I think sex is a big one where people just kind of go, Oh yeah. Did you go out last night? Well, I had sex. It was all right. That's one of the sexiest accents in the world. Mm. And it's like, okay, well you had sex. Brilliant. I mean, there's someone I know who's like favorite thing to do is to make dick jokes. Mm. Like, okay. I get it, but it's not—it's not a joke to me. It's a—it's a—you're saying all you're saying is that one of his like he's basically saying he's got a long thumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah. The thumb's long. What's the joke? It's like, yeah. Well, you know, we're talking about dicks, aren't we? He's like, all right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, India yeah. don't bomb, bomb. They unbanned them as well because they yeah they were losing up to seventy percent of their revenue. <laughs> In other news. Um, uh, a Queensland man accused of rape has had the charge dropped after a woman realised that she forgot she gave consent. Oh, I just forgot. Admittedly, it was for good reason. Like, she's got post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, because she had sex with him? 
<laughs> yeah, just like you know. But it's one of those. It's one of those freaky things that, like, yeah, yeah. Just I just forgot. Yeah. Genuinely forgot. Okay, cool. But please remember before you make these charges. But then she should make the charges if she thought. But yeah, just a scary thing of how fickle the legal system could be. Yeah. Well, I forgot that I that I it was legal. Okay, fair enough. She's also got a high-functioning alcohol issue where she consumes a fair bit of alcohol every day and that plays a part in her mental health and her mind and state and perception of things. So it doesn't sound like the best person stable-wise. No, probably would not let her buy a drink. No, (laughs) (laughs) even if she didn't have a knife. Yeah. Um, After the rape charges were withdrawn... Um, the man involved pled guilty to common assault because during the case that she he like pushed her onto a sofa in a passionate way and she hurt her back a bit. But he did it. He he, he, he pleaded guilty immediately to save her the shame of coming to court, which is like a really weirdly gentlemanly thing to do for it <laughs> for a rapist. Yeah, <laughs> which is a big deal. Still, it's. It's assault, but I think it was kind of lessened because of all the confusion. Yeah. But still, like, I don't want her to be embarrassed having come into court and to face the fact that she forgot she wasn't raped. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'll just say I assaulted you. Okay. Sounds okay. like a fair deal. Does he get charged for that? Um, he lost his job as an Uber driver, but he did get given a 300... How did he lose his job as an Uber driver? <laughs> <laughs> he sold his car, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, he did get given a $300 good behaviour bond for a year. I don't know what that means. $300. You lost your job, but it's $300. <laughs> well done, you're fine. You didn't reach. He you remembered. You buy four beers. <laughs> it's all fine. And uh, lastly, from me, uh, I got sent this advert as well. Send so a bit of audience in participation. Okay. Um, I'll send you the link for it. But it's basically the benefits of portable oxygen. And this is the statement. So it's one of those oxygen tanks you can carry around and breathe into. Oxygen provides many benefits. Yes, it does. And now with portable oxygen concentrators, you can reclaim your freedom and independence. And it basically goes on to say how important oxygen is. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Capable of oxygen 24-7. Good. Okay. I mean, that's useful. Go into the car, but remember to bring your oxygen. Good advice. (laughs) (laughs) Take a take a weekend trip to see a family. You could bring your oxygen with you. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with a carrier bag. Oh. <laughs> Comes with additional accessories. Carbon monoxide, nitrogen. <laughs> I like I'd like to have an oxy portable oxygen thing. Didn't you used to work for someone that did that? Briefly. Yeah. Yeah, I worked for an oxygen. Until pump. you discovered the perfect scream. <laughs> yeah, I just started screaming because I thought it would be funny. And I, it was funny. Yeah. And I got fired. But it was a temp work, and it was the worst temp work I've ever experienced. Mm. Which was literally like, put these files in order. Yeah. Okay, should I digitise them? No. Okay. <laughs> so what's the point of this whole thing? I'm yeah. just going to scream. Yeah. But yeah, I think, it'd be, I think you'll probably get to a point where you'll start having oxygen all the time. More so than you already do. What do, do you I mean? It's like 100% oxygen. Like, like, you know, like athletes sleep in that- oxygen tanks. Well, yeah, it's a higher dose of oxygen, but not pure yeah. oxygen. You'll die. Well, yeah, maybe at first. <laughs> maybe first you'll die. <laughs> then you'll come back. But, yeah. Yeah, but you'll build up until... I mean, you need oxygen, right? Yeah. So, like, they'll, it makes sense. If every problem in the world was solved, mm. then you could start giving people extra oxygen. 
Where the fuck has this come from? Yeah, I got e- emailed. This the guy found this this uh, this image, this advert, funny. Oh. Of like, <laughs> oxygen provides many benefits in China, <laughs> and it was just for an oxygen portable oxygen thing <laughs> for people with breathing difficulties, I imagine. <laughs> But it's like sleeping now because I've got a sleep apnea machine, which does yeah. like I don't. Know, it's like CPR, does constant CPR, which just shoves <laughs> air in your mouth. Right, and it's like, like, like <laughs> <laughs> but like that. That I can't imagine sleeping without it anymore because it's yeah. like oh, it's so good. Yeah. Imagine you could probably get that all the time, and eventually yeah. it becomes more and more easy to do. We just have oxygen all the time. You ever had on oxygen in your nose, like when you? No, no, never been on the, any of that. Yeah, stuff. I've done that a few times. Yeah, it's pretty. This like surgeries and stuff. They yeah. give you like extra air. Pretty cool. Yeah. I just show up. They just <laughs> get me, me some air. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think more oxygen. More oxygen, more for equality. Yeah. I um <laughs> I I was I was watching this video not long before you got here and apparently with uh it was something to do with deep sea divers. If they send you down in like a submarine, they they apparently they can't mix when when you're under high pressure, nitrogen reacts yeah. badly or something. So they use helium instead. So yeah. when you go like down in like a tiny submarine, you end up with a tiny squeaky voice. <laughs> and this guy was down there, and he called his wife um, at like <laughs> at like midnight because he was on the other side of the world, and <laughs> and she didn't know who it was, and she phoned the police. <laughs> <laughs> it was a high pitched man phoned she me. She thought it was a dirty man. phone call. <laughs> Classic dirty phone call, high pitched voice. Yeah, what are you wearing? <laughs> It's one of the sexiest accents in the world. <laughs> Fish accent. Yeah. Submarine accent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. Helium instead of air. Mm. Maybe that'd be the future. It's a non-renewable resource, apparently. Helium. Yeah, it's gonna run out. Oh. And people are like using it and for party tricks. All the, yeah, all the balloons <laughs> will just. Yeah, but yeah, it's like it's like coal. It's just, no, it just will just run out. Yeah. And apparently, it'll run out. In our generation. Oh, really? Yeah, it does be like no more helium. Yeah. So, no yeah, more diving. Yeah. <laughs> no, and they, they, they used to use this stuff for balloons. <laughs> yeah. Now we can't dive. Yeah, now <laughs> we, no more balloon, no more yeah. space exploration. But at least Johnny got his floating snake <laughs> yeah, yeah. balloon or whatever the fuck. I'd always rather not have balloons. There's never a situation where I prefer to have a balloon. Um, I'd prefer to have a quesadilla. I'd rather have a balloon if I was in a hot air balloon. Why? Because otherwise I'm just in a oh, basket. Oh, not, not an extra one. <laughs> not like an extra one. Oh, this is good. Yeah. 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 I used to get, the only time I, I remember getting them was when I was at the fair. And in fairness, they didn't have helium in them. They were just on a stick. So it was just like, they're <laughs> in the air. Balloon. Yeah. And they put like little balls in them. So they'd rattle or something. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Um, all right. Uh, lazy week again. Just one of these. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Uh, uh, in 2014, a group of embittered singles reserved all the odd-numbered seats at a cinema's primetime screaming <laughs> on Valentine's Day so that couples <laughs> would be forced to sit apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, pretty funny. It's funny, but it's like, okay, so we're this sad. We're all going to get together, right, Barry, <laughs> you two. And we're, we're just happy. This is an expression of joy. I fucked with all of you. <laughs> a conglomerate that fucks with happy people. 
Yeah, it's not even like a dick move. <laughs> hey, you can still see the film. You can still sit next to each other just with one space yeah. in between. That's all we're saying. Yeah, you can sit next to, you know, Kyle. <laughs> and Kyle can sit next to your wife. Yeah. And if your relationship doesn't survive it, we've done you a favour. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see. What was it? I think it was us. We went to go see in the the weird Indiana Jones film. Oh, yeah. And the skull or something. Because, and we yeah. got there and there were like no seats together. Yeah. So it's like some of us sat we, over there. We were like, scattered all over odd. the place. But yeah. we could still hear you laughing from everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Dolby surround sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we just sat. That, that was a, it was a weird experience. Yeah. It was it odd. strange. Like, yeah. I remember Should going, be, to, I went to see a film and there were no seats. Like they'd, they'd <laughs> Boy, sold God, all of them. So I sat on the steps. And that yeah. was that was an odd experience to pay fifteen pounds to sit on the stairs. Yeah. I could have done that at home. My favourite thing at cinema when I was a kid was to crawl up the ramp that goes to the screen. Because <laughs> like when you were kids, no one gave a fuck. Yeah. Like it's like are we going to see the Rugrats film? The kids mm. are bored, so just let them crawl in the front. Yeah. Now yeah. I think it's bad. But yeah, when I was there, I was like, like, this is the best thing in the world. You like you not like down this. there. Yeah. I remember we used to fuck around in there before the film started and stuff, throwing mm. sweets and shit. Yeah. Yeah, which is a stupid thing because cinema sweets are like a, like a very high-priced commodity. <laughs> I never like was aggressive towards any other members of the audience until I became an adult. Yeah, I remember it, you strangling some kid. Strangled someone and then screamed at like a gang of nine kids during... Batman Begins. Yeah, because they were talking through the trailer, and all that was the that was a, that was a perfect scream. Yeah, right, because that was like all I said. <laughs> I can't remember what I said, but I was like something along the lines of, "Be quiet." Yeah, but not in that posh way. Yeah, it always came out a bit South London. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you just yeah, it wasn't fact, anything insulting. You, you were very stern and just were essentially just shut up. Yeah, um, I think and, that's pretty much it. And I they left. Like, yeah. <laughs> It was so. It was so perfect. <laughs> they left. Look, but yeah, look, it, we're not cap- we're not capable of living up to this man's expectations. But it was, it was so. pretty pretty intense because like j- yeah. during the uh, trailers they were talking constantly and I'm yeah. like, it's trailers, it's yeah. fine. You yeah, can talk to I trailers. want to watch them, but it's yeah, fine. I would prefer if you didn't. But it's a trailer. You we all didn't pay to see the trailers. Yeah, and then like during the first couple of minutes mm. of uh, yeah, I think it was like be quiet or get out. I think yeah, I think that that's was what it. That was it. Yeah. But it was yelled. So they got out. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I'm so... One, when I'm loud, it's quite loud. Mm. Two, when I'm screaming, it's quite screaming. But the thing I didn't realise was my my accent comes out when, I, when I'm angry. You go London, so, yeah. Yeah, so like... And it's because we're in Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't expecting this weird, aggressive accent out of nowhere. No. Just screaming at them to shut up or get out. Yeah. It's like, I wasn't... I don't, I'm not saying that you need to behave yourselves. I'm saying either you will shut up... <laughs> <laughs> or you will get out. And they just chose to leave. Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, the strangling guy was fun. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, you kind of... They punched a ticket machine afterwards. They did. They were very angry boys. <laughs> it, was fun. it was hilarious, though. Well, they were, I had like, they were yelling quotes. at your mate who was in a wheelchair. Well, yeah. they were having a go at her or something. Yeah, I was, I was dating someone and they had a friend who was in a wheelchair, so we had to sit in a certain row. Yeah. And the screen was empty. Mm. But these three kids like 17 year olds 18 year olds topless drinking creates a cider creates a cider decided to sit in front of us yeah and just talk throughout the whole thing yeah and then yeah it was like ah fine 
But yeah, then they told they told the wheelchair person to go fuck themselves. And then my actual friend was like, you, you know, can you guys please be quiet? They told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> you can shout at the disabled. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a d- direct friend of that person, but I'm yeah. a direct friend of this person. So I grabbed them and uh, yeah, just picked them up by their neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I lo- yeah, it was it was the move. I've had so m- I love films so much. That like <laughs> the old strangle people for it, <laughs> yeah. But just little mo- movie moments happen in my life, and I'm always appreciative of when they do. <laughs> it's great. Like when I got hit, I got I was on my motorbike and I got hit by a truck. Yeah, and uh, I was veering off the road because I was at a standstill. And I got veered off, and my brain went, "You need to get away from the bike." That's the first thing that jumped in your head because sometimes if you're on a moving bike, the mm. wheel will cause the bike to spin around and hit you. Right. Even though I was stationary, so it wasn't applicable. But yeah, my brain was to get away from the bike. So I, I did like jumped on top of it and then like backflipped. <laughs> it's like not really a backflip, but yeah. just uh, this is the only way I know to get off a bike. <laughs> I've seen it in commando. Ta da! <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, shaved my kneecaps. And then in that one, in the cinema strangling, um, I was, I was telling him like you guys really need to shut up and you shouldn't talk to people that way, whatever. Yeah. And he said like, Guy, uh, mate, mate, we're not looking for any trouble. And I said. <laughs> not in the best Arnie accent I don't think I even did the Arnie accent but for it was something along the lines of what trouble's been behind you running out of popcorn the looks were like is this the film or is this the film <laughs> but like, they're not looking for trouble like they were throwing yeah. big cans of cider around yeah, the place and yeah. shouted at people it's like yes you're looking for trouble <laughs> You just weren't expecting for a big trouble to be behind. <laughs> it's an empty cinema. Fucking hell. Um, right. <laughs> uh, Wolverine, ju- I think that was, wasn't it? <laughs> Wolverine. Uh, yes. Yes, it was. The first one, the crap one. Yeah, and I, it happened during the helicopter crash. So afterwards, <laughs> during the helicopter crash, they were like, afterwards, people were like, the helicopter crash was crazy. I was like, helicopter crash? <laughs> Do you mean the choking of the kids? <laughs> no. No. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they weren't kids. I've said we've said kids. Yeah, they were, they were just younger than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, for, and to put it into context, we weren't like thirty-year-olds beating up sixteen-year-olds. Yeah, like, like you 21. were. Yeah, you were twenty-one. Yeah, they were like eighteen. Or yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, uh, during the Battle of the Bulge, German troops who could speak English were airdropped behind <laughs> Allied lines while wearing American uniforms to cause confusion for the Allies. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, it just it just sounds like they went, do you speak English? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go, 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 yeah. go. What? What is this? <laughs> just talk to him for a bit. <laughs> okay. I love dancing the erdy-gurdy. <laughs> Who's, Who's... Who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> What's up with Fritz? Yeah. <laughs> Freaking out. Fritz Smith. Yeah. Must have been such a... It's such an unrelatable time, like the 40s. Yeah. Because everything was so not right now. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah. I mean, what would what, what you do now? Send a tweet? Yeah. In English? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, the levels of thing, the amount of work involved in everything. Yeah. I mean, like, what was like, that? Chocolate was like a rarity during mm. World War Two, where probably like, soldiers had it and they would give it out to people. Oh my God, it's chocolate! They made chocolate that was so insanely bitter, so the soldiers wouldn't be driven to eat it. So they would just eat it in emergencies. <laughs> put some, just put like, some horrendousness. Why in not it. just, why not just give them butter or something? That's yeah. like high calorie. Like that's what you're going for. Why do you have to give them something that they're expecting to be nice? And make it horrific. 
Yeah. Uh, just the effort. I mean, people complain about their, their work job now. Imagine if your job said, by the way, we're going to throw you in front of machine gun fire. Yeah. And you've just got to go over there and, you know, make, calm everyone down with the perfect scream. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> if only you'd been there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the image, of, there's a few things that have tickled me for a while. Mm. And one is, uh, I think, Eddie Izzard, um, he did an interview uh, recently. And I forget how much I love Eddie Izzard. And mm. it's just like, I think one of his jokes was he said, uh, on his political campaign was, um, a xenophobe is just a racist with a xylophone. <laughs> it's, it's just, keep on reminding me. So I keep on remembering it pretty regularly. It's, like, yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's just a dong, 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 dong. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a oh. second half to that. I don't remember what it was. To whatever I was talking about. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, more bee news. Bees. Um, honeybees make decisions collectively and democratically. <laughs> Every year, faced with the life or death problem of choosing on, and travelling to a new home, honeybees stake everything on a process that includes collective fact-finding, vigorous debate, and consensus building. Debate. Debate. <laughs> well, Dave saw a begonia in the East, right? <laughs> yeah. But all I'm saying is one begonia doesn't mean there's loads of begonias. Meanwhile, there's a German soldier dressed as a bee. <laughs> Air dropped in. Like, there's a bee corridor being built yes. in London. <laughs> I suggest we go there. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> That's a little tough. Get everything perfect. The uniform. Like, he's mastered the accent. Like, he dyes his yeah. hair brown so not to seem suspicious blonde hair and blue eyes and all He's that and then to... parachutes down as a great big German flag on his parachute like ah oh, shit yeah. <laughs> it's always the little things that yeah. you do <laughs> it's in details it's in the details <laughs> yeah. the bees are killing him <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they're supposed to be quite smart. Together, I mean, again, I wonder how much of it is just that's what they've interpreted. It's not actually. What's yeah. Going. How do you know that a bee's taking a census and having a debate? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they. You can understand like this bee has danced to that bee, and now they're both flying to the same. And now that bee's that's flying the thing. to where you're, they told them. You're going. applying our systems to what they do, yeah. but I, I guess in a sense maybe it looks the same. It's like well. Everybody that wants to go east, stand over there. <laughs> and everybody that wants to go west, like me, stand over there. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I was, I was thinking, like, clipboards. That's what I associate with the census. <laughs> with a clipboard. <laughs> I was thinking about the other day, how dated clipboards have become. Because it's just mm. iPads now, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a few things. I mentioned Star Trek last time, and this guy with Captain Chris. They had clipboards on the Starship Enterprise. Oh, no. No, and no, you're no. like, <laughs> at the time, you're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. That obviously they're very organised. They've got clipboards, <laughs> and then you go like, now you go like, any, any clipboards don't exist anymore. I don't. You never really see them in places. Um, I get like notepads, I, journals. Yeah, I use I use some at work. I only ever see them in you like use them at work. Yeah, I guess yeah. They're still good for making notes and organising stuff in warehouses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, makes sense, but. On a spaceship, you would. And that's the other thing. No star. I haven't watched any many of the new ones, but no, none no, like the more modern Star Treks have Wi-Fi. No, like because no. the, the association was always you'd have to plug something in. Yeah, 
And like most of Star Trek is like, well, I've picked out this weird block and I've put it in another weird block. Mm. And that's how things are done. Yeah. There's like, there's an android in, uh, there's an android, uh, Data in Star Trek The Next Generation works on a computer using fingers. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> plug in. <laughs> Ask Siri. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can type really fast. Yeah, but not as fast as you could think. I yeah. Mean, weird. Yeah. 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 I, I suppose it's things that you don't really. You, you don't really conceive as a possibility. Yeah, there's things that are so beyond your realm of conception. Although they were quite conception. good at that. Like, um, Isaac Asimov, he's a, like a sci-fi writer, and apparently he was constantly like coming up with things in his books that later became like a reality. And not like yeah, yeah. little things like, oh, a TV remote, mm. but like big kind of concepts that then science then went, went on to be like, actually, we've got a way of making that work. Yeah, and I bet there's a little bit of to and fro where it's like, all you need is an idea to work on in order to create something that exists. Mm. I mean, what this, what's the Star Wars holograms? Like, they can do them, but people are like, why? Yeah. What's the point? Why yeah. not have a projection? Yeah. Why do I need to have a 3D projection? It's, it's seeing where things will where where things will go. Like, yeah. people are always wondering, like, like what well, what's what's next for a phone? Like, what yeah. can you really do? Yeah. yeah. D- next. Um, and you've seen that in sci-fi stuff it is always the fucking hologram on the hand shit yeah and you're like why is why yeah why, why would i ever want this yeah it's yeah. so strange i want to be like, Ooh, separate futuristic. from it i want to be able to leave my communication in the other room yeah not yeah. have it embedded in my fist yeah have you seen that net fuck another uh, the other 20 percent of adverts that i see mm. are for a projector for your phone or your laptop purely so that you can watch netflix on your ceiling and they're like oh i really need this it's like uh, i can't think of anything worse so so you lie down so you lie down on your stuff. bed and the projector just projects it onto your ceiling so you can watch television like that oh, oh this my is great god why <laughs> no don't understand. The, the more the, the the older i've gotten the more i've appreciated um so, since we've had our own place the value of separating the purpose of a room so if i'm yeah, going yeah. into the bedroom all I'm doing in there is is going to sleep. I'm not watching shit. I'm not, mm. I'm not putting a TV in there. Like I'm not d- yep. doing that stuff. And I think there's a lot of value in that. I think yeah, it keeps definitely. you more focused. Yeah, you f- there's there's more purpose. Yeah, you've gone into your bedroom to sleep. Yeah, so you're going to sleep. Yeah, but yeah, it's same like eating in your living room or in your kitchen. Mm. I've, I've noticed that if I just start eating only in the kitchen, I'm a lot cleaner. Yeah, just because I don't like ah, oh, just leave it there and yeah, yeah, it's chaos. Yeah. But yeah, I can't think of anything worse than staring up at the sky and watching something. No. But no, just put it on a telly and sit on a sofa. Yeah, grow up. Shut up. What, what, yeah. Grow up. What? It's just, what, it's just, I, I think a lot of people say, like, I need this without actually thinking, Yeah. Do, do you actually need it? Yeah, it's the same thing. I need to have basic sex with somebody, as, as conversation we had before. Yeah. I need to have a 3D projection of Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah. But okay, why can't you just watch it? What's wrong with two dimension for yeah. an image? Just chill out. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Three well, D films, like yeah, they, they that was a fad. Yeah, like they're still kind of about. But... Yeah, they kind of work. They're kind of alright. But then it's just going to be what the new the new thing's probably going to be that um, integrated reality stuff, mm. where it's like you put on a headset and the films just happening around, around you. you. Kind of watch yeah. it. That'll be the next dimension or whatever of yeah. film and television. Yeah, I don't know if it'll work. Might well, be interesting. Be s- stupidly difficult to film yeah but the cameras will change yeah well no it's not 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 the camera but the fact that like 
with every scene that you see in a film, there's a thousand people standing like directly <laughs> like watching it. Well, yes, he's walking, filing beside him. So, so yeah, Excuse the camera like you've everyone's just like <laughs> just yeah. got a duck. But uh, that's the, that's the next thing. I think that, that that's what people want. I think in it, the end. it's it's going to be like an immersive experience, and there's, yeah. there there are ways. Um, like I watched a short film that that someone had made, and they didn't use um, a um, they they didn't use it like one of those cameras, um, but they did it. They, they they did have a thing with sound. So there's these kind of uh, headphones I think that Sennheiser do that have got really good microphones on the outside, mm. and they just had the actress wear them, and then her hair was over them, and they made a horror film where everything that she could actually hear, you could hear. So right, they yeah. actually had everything acting out around it, and, and it's like three D sound. Mm. So it's all surround and everything like that. And if you mix that in with like that, yeah. that kind of visual thing, like I can imagine that being incredibly immersive. Well, just say you had a room that you could just go into, and like, like a holodeck from Star Trek, which is like every, all these projections happening, mm. and you can walk around the room as a scene is, un, is unfolding. Yeah, and you just get to see it from every angle you could possibly want to. Yeah, seems like that'd just be a digitized script play yeah organized yeah but would you would you Makes feel sense. like a tourist maybe <laughs> but the same thing is like when you look at you know, when you had video on your phone yeah you'd be like oh that'd be strange walking around with a window you're like no but you'll get used to it yeah it'd be strange all yeah those things that your brain just plus everybody you'd always to. crowd around the best bit yeah but then it'll be like it'll be all personal eventually yeah you just do it by putting on your headset and then just walking around your living room yeah yeah it just kind of happens it'd be like um what the fuck was that film that you didn't really like with all the 80s references? It's the Spielberg one. Ready Player One. Oh, I never saw it. just didn't like oh, it. Oh, did you not? No, I never saw it. Uh, Simon Pegg was in it. It looked like it'd be quite interesting. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. He made he made a very good film out of a very mediocre book. Yeah, it was just the trailer just looked like, yeah, we get it. It's the 80s. Yeah, yeah. we get it. It's the, I get yeah. it. I get but it. It's a Spielberg film, so it's like, well, it's going to be good in some respects. <laughs> we get it. It's a shock. <laughs> <laughs> We get it, your boat's small. We get it. Solitaire. Every November in South Korea, there's a day of silence to help students concentrate on their most important exams. Planes are grounded, <laughs> constructions are paused, banks close, and even military training ceases. Yeah. Close the bank. <laughs> Too noisy. <laughs> I'm trying to read of mice and men. Yeah. <laughs> Planes. Shut up. You're the reason. She's crack. <laughs> All right. I think we're back. We're back. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's, just, that everybody like... shut up. Suzanne's studying. <laughs> yeah. Turn off the that entire plane. country. Just... Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or just a really sarcastic. Oh, is it too loud, is it? Should I turn off the bank? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, Susan. The bank's off. <laughs> Can you study now? <laughs> oh, there's a plane in the Oh, fuck off, plane! <laughs> yeah, seesaw military activity, war's end for a day. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no Germans parachutes here. <laughs> Not today. No. <laughs> um, and finally, um, a, uh, a killer whale is a natural predator of a moose. <laughs> Which well, yeah. Took me a while to get my head around. No, but... that makes it with moose crossing rivers. Yeah. Well, if, yeah, apparently like they swim from like island to island and yeah. whales just like welcome to whale country, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Killer whales are pretty insane. I fucking love killer whales, man. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And the, the, I, I like that to, to, to train their kids, they beat seals to death. And like, <laughs> it's just, it's there's, there, there's something beautifully brutal about them. Yeah. Like, I, I love them. Yeah, they live up to their killer name. Just, they yeah. kill everything to make a point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I'm still, I think, personality-wise, I'm still, and obviously this is kind of a given, but... I'm still so fascinated by my dog's behavior. Yeah. About like, she's learned how to react in order to motivate me to do something like to open up, to let her out in the garden. Yeah. She's like got different types of barks, like planet of the apes. Yeah. Slowly learning, (laughs) (laughs) but there's different types of growls that mean different things. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you learn this? Where does this happen? And it's just from watching and constantly trying to understand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she constantly watches me and has no idea why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, why aren't you letting me out? Maybe if I try this. Oh, oh he's moved a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the world. Yeah. There's so many other animals are like, oh, this is just how the world is. It's I can fine. tell that with my mum's dog. Like, you can tell when a bark is, like, frustrated or, yeah. like, or bored or, like, angry or yeah. what the fuck ever. Like, but, like, yeah. facial expressions and everything. Yeah. I've yeah. had it a few times where, um, uh, like, they've met, uh, say, I've introduced them to somebody new. Uh, introduce my dog to somebody new and she'll look at them and look at me and be like what's is mm. this is, should I protect this person should, yeah. what's, what's going on you can see her trying to figure out how that person will fit in our lives yeah it's a strange thing but it's yeah. interesting <laughs> I wonder if killer whales do the same <laughs> this moose is this yeah. moose a friend or is it yeah. lunch lunch yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. no definitely lunch yeah <laughs> yeah Good. yeah yeah, so that was this week. Yeah, I'll be less annoyed and lethargic last week. Although I think <laughs> it's faded away. Yeah, a little bit. I am feeling the creative stuff start, the productiveness, yeah, ness starting to come back a little. Mm. Like I started making a new video for a segment. That's <laughs> progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More progress, and uh, yes, the brain's starting to get back in the game. Mm. So yeah, hopefully more creative stuff. Potentially pro wrestling for you. Yeah, in a yeah. couple of months. Yeah. Check that out. No more ragbag. Touch with other stuff. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. So I'm at Nick Snip. I'm at Sing It Steve. <laughs> <laughs> at Pulling Teeth Podcast. At Pulling Teeth Pod. Ah, uh, yeah. We're on Instagram, uh, and we should have more videos on soon when this is released because mm. we started planning for it. Yeah. That should be all good. And yeah, like uh, shout outs, they've they've been quite fun actually. Yeah. I knew they were going to be quite fun, but they've been more fun than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, good sport on Frank Burton anyway. Yeah. It's a good podcast. Yeah. We're just pissing about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, if anyone wants to do any more, it's just fun pissing around Mm. doing stuff. Yeah. 100%. As long as you've, you just, just don't be a bitch. (laughs) Don't be a bitch. (laughs) And we'll be fine. Yeah, it's uh, all good. That was 137. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week.